Today is Wednesday, April 25th, 2012, and this is Radio Wave. Thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, today, the 25th of the month, uh, for those of you joining us for the very first time, Our Lady gives a message uh, for the world through Maria on the 25th of the month, and this is a message which is to help the world in its daily walk and conversion. And so, as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend, of Medjugorje. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mary, come before you humbled, knowing the arrogance that the world has has affected us. That unless we be meek people, we can't inherit that which you wish to give. We know the world desires we know the world is to be given to us. For the meek and humble of a heart will inherit the earth. And in that inheritance, we will build a new culture, a new society, based in your words. Speak to us tonight. Help us to grasp them. Amen. And in the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. And so is with these words that Our Lady gave today. It is for the purpose of what's about to happen in the world. Something so radical that we can't even phantom, nor understand, nor grasp. We can only pray what is our role is in that design, January 25th, 87. You must pray to comprehend what God's design is in regards to your role. And what is that that she said, January 25th, 87? You've heard it said many times. We repeat it often. For a great plan for the salvation of the world. That's where our lady's coming. And we know the world needs salvation now. Not tomorrow. Not next month. Now. Our lady wants us to grasp the significance and the importance of the times. So much so that God gives us signs. And signs are always given to man. 
when there's a prophetic nature of those signs to warn us, to call us, first to repentance, that God may bless us, not chastise us. God may lift us up, not destroy us and crush us. It's not his intent. But what do you expect God to do? What do you think we're going to do? Continue on this way? Continue let evil do and rule? And so the good will suffer with the bad. The question will be is how many of the bad can turn good before that happens? And that's where the period we're in, is to get the good out of the bad and separate them. Because everybody's got Jesus in them. I think I talked a few weeks back about Saddam Hussein. They put an agent with him to bond with him. He would put himself with Saddam Hussein before he went on trial between him and the door. He wanted Saddam to know that he was his key to that door. He wanted it to psychologically affect him. When they had to fly somewhere together across Iraq, they blinded him, or whether they binded him and his, his eyes so he couldn't see. And this guy had liberties to do whatever he wanted to do. And so he lifted the veil, the cloth that was across his head, Say, I'll let you look out to see one of the most palace, enduring palaces that Saddam had. And so Saddam bonded with this man and he opened up with, to this agent. And they were find, able to find out through him many, many things. How he hid, what he did, where was what. And so when it was the final days before he was going to be executed. And that there were their last meeting He trusted this man. He talked about his children. They didn't turn out the way he thought they would. Things didn't go the way he thought it was going to go. And he teared up. There's film of Hitler that people don't want people to see because it shows the humanity of him. It shows him with children, some of his family, playing with them and hugging them. So they only want to paint this monstrosity of Hitler that he was and what he did and the monstrosity, not to negate that. But the point I make is even in the worst bad, there's some good in that person. And this man saw that. He was exposed to that. And he saw Saddam tear up. And what did he tear up about? He teared up because of their parting. He had learned to like this man in a way that was expressive of, of love, of a brother. I'm not saying Saddam went that far. I'm saying there was something there of a bonding that he trusted him. He confided in him. He told him many things. He opened up to him. And he appreciated that. And when they got ready to part, and he knew he'd never see him again, the good that little bit of good in Saddam Hussein was expressed through this tear, tearing up. But that's what God has seen in, seen in Our Lady for. 
Many people out there, maybe saints now, they were once very bad. We're supposed to see the good in them. We're supposed to find the Jesus in everybody. It may be only a little bit. It may be the worst monstrosity of a man that may be. But unless you can connect, unless maybe people like him who could have been Christian and walked him toward a Christian life could even maybe save him. Some might say he's not worthy to be with the tortures he did to people and killing so many thousands and twenties and thirties and hundreds of thousands of people and the tortures. It's true. But you know, even that, Jesus paid for that. And you want to cheat God out of that because this man deserves the justice due to him for what he did? When if he did change him and he did convert him, if this man was walking a Christian walk with him, if he used his position with the government to do that and open his heart enough to just say, just express yourself to Jesus to open up, do you know what would happen in heaven? Do you know what the scriptures talk about? All of heaven rejoices off the conversion of one sinner or the return of a sinner. Will he not, Jesus, go to get one out of the 99? Leave the 99 for the one? Imagine that. And yet we see so much harshness toward these things. And where are we admitting? Where's our mission of sin? That we don't see the love. That's because love's grown cold. Everybody needs to be able to expose the good in them. And we have a lot of bad. And so my statement earlier that our lady's coming with these words to get the good out of all the bad she can and turn those bad to good. We've got a lot of bad in the culture. There's a lot of things there. Our lady, if you just give our lady a little bit to these individuals or to people or to family, and let it grow. Don't force it. Let it grow with your prayers. Let that seed prosper. Let it turn into something beautiful. I've done it. I've seen it. People that would have been impossible to convert. When I say I've done it, God's grace did it. But I was the instrument. I don't say that in arrogance. I don't say that in pride. We got to be meek and humble so we can inherit the earth. And we can be used as instruments that way. There's times we have power to do things. Do you exercise it? Do you use that power? Do you have the right to do that? When your influence grows more and more, you can crush certain things. Do you do that? Do you step on the flower? Put it back into the mud? Or do you lift people up? Who did you lift up today? Who did you lift up yesterday? Are you pulling them down? What is your witness? What do you preach? What do you teach? With your life. So our lady's got something to tell us today. She spoke to us in the 25th message. Our Lady of Medjugorje's April 25th, 2012 monthly message to the world. Dear children, also today... I am calling you to prayer. And may your heart, little children, open towards God as a flower opens towards the warmth of the sun. I am with you and I intercede for all of you. 
Thank you for having responded to my call. So Our Lady gives us special words today. Simple. There's a day that they're given has certain context with those messages, a certain environment for the reason, but also for later it says something. And when it's given in a certain season, it says something. What does it say to you with your life? You have an opportunity right now to do something to get people to come in front of Our Lady. We always tell people this vendors say they work on some of the equipment. Or we have so many people we deal with. We're so multifaceted in our mission that we have many things going on constantly. And so we have people that come in that believe, that don't believe, they're Protestant, they're not, they're, they have some anti-Catholic, they're Catholic, laxed, cradle-Catholics, all, all sorts of souls. And we never approach them about believing in the apparitions. In fact, I always tell them, we don't try to sell the apparitions. This is what's happening. You just open your heart and ask Jesus to show you. And we get a good result from that. And so we have a good success rate through God's grace by being a free witness without pressure to bring many, many people to Our Lady. And so by now, most of you know that Maria's coming here July 1st to the 5th. You say, well, I can't come. Pray to come. I don't have the money. Pray for the money. Pray for a miracle. We usually have six months to promote Maria's coming. We have less than three months. We've got a lot to do real quickly. We're very busy. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do with all the bad out there? That All you have to do is get them in front of a lady. She will do the rest. Do you know you can do something that will cause all of heaven to rejoice? Suppose it's a neighbor. Don't worry if they're Catholic or not, or if they believe or not. Everybody complains or talks or asks for sympathy or for your empathy when they tell you about, oh, I had this difficulty or my son's not very good or he's headed to jail or, or I don't go to church because I'm, I'm mad at God. You've got many people you run across throughout the day that you can simply say, you know, there's something happening in July. That's incredible. And I'm not going to ask you to believe it. I'm going to tell you, for your problems you just told me about, you go there and watch what happens. There is literally thousands, nay, ten thousands, nay, millions of miracles across the world that have happened when people are in the presence of the Holy Virgin Mary when she appears. If you have trouble believing that, I'm okay with that. You just go there and you watch what happens with your problems and your difficulties. Testimony after testimony, countless testimonies of those who've gone to Medjugorje and those who've gone to Alabama when Maria's there, Our Lady appears there, is innumerable. And we're not talking about one individual and one miracle, multiple miracles per individual. There's nothing in your life that can help you more than something that's of a heaven. And if you've got a chance that that could work, 
and your problem's that serious, or you need something, or you need refueling, you need a heart cleaned out, you need it to be healed, or you need to get over a problem, why not take the chance? Have you talked to the doctors? Have you been here? Have you talked to psychiatrists? Have you gone to priests? Have you gone to pastors? You're sharing something with me now, neighbor, or with a fence, that there's a solution. You don't have to believe. I was still in business when I went to Medjugorje. I had clients, some of my last clients was Christ, Church of Christ. You don't get the Church of Christ into the Virgin Mary. It don't happen. But even though I was still new to Medjugorje, I wasn't pushy. I'm strong. You know I'm strong on the radio. You know I'm strong on writings. But I'm, I'm free about you accept it or not. If you don't want to accept it, I'm, I'm free. If you don't want to follow what's said, then that's okay. There's other ways of salvation. I'm not saying you're going to go to hell and you can't go to heaven. But a lady told me through Maria in Italy for the community to get hearts close to a way to a salvation, a way of salvation, a way. And so we're very firm about our way. And so I, this is a client, Church of Christ. I'm not content just to tell them about Our Lady. I want them to go to Medjugorje. And they went. I've got a picture in my living room that they sent after they came back. A beautiful flower, a beautiful writing on the back. So don't think you can't get anybody or somebody's an impossibility to go. And that's just the beginning days. Medjugorje is that powerful. But you don't have to convince people of it. You just need to get them there. So Alabama, you have an opportunity to bring people here. And I tell you, they'll leave singing hallelujah. Hallelujah, Alabama, that I was able to come here. Hallelujah to Our Lady. She's not my friend, even though I'm Protestant. Even though I'm Baptist, even though I'm not a believer, I believe in her. We've seen it over and over and over. It's available. Are you going to be active? We're very active here. And asking for your participation to help bring bad to good. I've been wandering through the wilderness. Burned out the bulbs in my high beams Me and this old Chrysler We never did get blessed With nothing but shattered glass And broken dreams I'm almost back to my sweet home Just three more miles and she'll be inside it might as well be the River Jordan When I cross over that old state line And I'll sing Hallelujah, Alabama I want to get baptized in your cotton fields And your red dirt roads Like an angel's voice you've been calling me home You're like religion, I hold you sacred I want to get revived where I found the Lord In Limestone Creek, 
Ten years old, down on my knees That devil's highway is done run out And I'm gonna raise my hands and shout Hallelujah, Alabama Can't wait to visit my Aunt Betty Peach cover so good you think you done died Little sweet iced tea will get me ready And them crickets sound to me Like a southern gospel choir singing Hallelujah, Alabama I want to get baptized in your cotton fields And your red dirt roads Like an angel's voice you've been calling me home You're like religion, I hold you sacred I want to get revived where I found the Lord At Limestone Creek, ten years old Down on my knees, that devil's highway is done run out I'm gonna raise my hands and shout hallelujah, Alabama Yeah, Alabama People tell us when they come back to Alabama headed to the field in the bedroom apparitions that when they turn on 43, the highway here they want to say hallelujah. Do you feel your life sinking? Life is about to radically change. Man is always given signs before divine intervention. The woman of Revelation 12, the great sign warning the world, find salvation now. The mother of Christ, the great sign, appears daily to Medjugorje visionary Maria with a message. Without Jesus, you have no future. Come to Five Apparitions of Mary, July 1st through 5th at Caritas, Alabama. A 4th of July giving yourself, your family, and nation in consecration to the Virgin Mary, to Jesus, to heal the heart. Call 205-672-2000. 205 672 See medj.com. That's M-E-J.com, medj.com. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Mechigoria. Because we don't have the time frame that we usually do, and we do our billboard programs and promoting July 1st to the 5th, these five apparitions. The commercial you just heard is one thing we're going to put out. Years ago, we did a program called The Lamb. Joan? It was called right. Yeah, The Lamb. And I, I put together this project where we would have prayer groups, over a thousand prayer groups, raise funds to put commercials out. We ended up doing to a thousand prayer groups, so I think 700 participated. We ended up with 25,000 commercials. The commercial was about, have you been away? It's the 30-second commercial, I saw it said. And then it said, 
go to confession. Then there's long pause with music. The scenes showed a little girl on the field getting communion. And then it ends with, because the highest moment of your life is the moment you meet Jesus. Priests literally were calling us up of confessions that they had heard from 20, 30, 40 years. People hadn't heard, gone. Lines were increased. During that period in that campaign, it was incredible what happened. And of course, we felt called to go away from TV, and we did. But this had 25,000 commercials. There's so many people in need of Our Lady. And we say 25 to 50% of the people who came last March to Maria's apparition came through some of the billboards and other promotion things we did. Or a back of a, fl- a flyer in the back. You can order the flyers. We've just finished those. We've got them on the press. They're free. You just have to pay shipping. Be active. Your action can save somebody to hell. It could be somebody in your family. It could be somebody you don't know. But don't think if you're looking for your neighbor or an unknown stranger that's still your neighbor and your brother, that God didn't see your actions to help your family through that. Maybe your family won't listen to you. But if you say, okay, God, I can't do nothing with them. They don't want to hear it. I'll go after the other brothers out there, the unknown strangers to me. I'll leave my family to you to take care of. By proxy, God can see that and let him and Mary handle the other. This is a call to be active. It's never been so simple to change things in people. This commercial we just finished, actually, this afternoon. Uh, I wrote it a couple of days ago. We've been refining it. But it's made to say enough content. You can't say on a commercial. You've got to be done in 60 seconds. But we're going to release this. But be participating. Or if you hear this, call in if you want to do this and raise money to your prayer group. Do a backseller church. Or do whatever. Even give it away and make it on CDs. Or transfer it. From we'll probably have it online and they can transfer it to friends listen to this commercial people don't know people at work you don't know who you might run across that will take this hook because that's what it is is a hook and bite at that and be caught by our lady these circumstances are up to you to do many many things and so we have this opportunity that is very difficult, especially in these days, to get Mary to go anywhere. She won't go anywhere right now because she's in the middle of a project herself, the Magnificat, building that, so she can make herself more available to people. So it's really a, a beautiful opportunity, and I pressed it hard because we're, our nation is very sick. The book, They Fired the First Shot, I'm still finishing up. I ask you to pray for that. And it's going to be in union with this visit. So more than ever now, but not for the November elections, it's for another, the book will show you something else. We're focusing on the wrong thing. And I'm not talking about the spiritual side, I'm talking about the physical side of what God's given us as a solution. It'll shock you. It'll make you wonder, how in the world have we missed this? So I'm as anxious to get it out as you are who are pre-ordering it. So all these things are important that you be praying for. And so Our Lady gives this message today. Also today, I'm calling you to prayer. And may your heart, little children, open towards God as the flower opens towards the warmth of the sun. And I'm with you, and I intercede for all of you. And I said earlier about the context of a message, why it's given in the way it's given, sometimes it's because of what's even going on that day. Maria had a knock on her door yesterday, and several pre- one priest was there, 
And several priests from the Commission of the Vatican came in, met with her, talked to her, and said, we want to be at the 25th message tomorrow, 25th apparition. So Maria was there. We have our community members there. And so Our Lady gives this simple message. Soon as I read this message, I knew why it was short. I knew why it was simple. Because what do you expect if you're on a commission and somebody's trying to get you to want, or they want you to believe something? You think they're going to give a message like this? This is too simple. This is too neutral. There's nothing controversial in it. There's no words from Our Lady that says, I look at your heart and I seize the pain. Boy, them commissioners are really condemning at that. And yet Our Lady said this. Our Lady says many, many messages that wouldn't probably be the perfect setting to say. Our Lady knows what's going on. You don't think she knew they were there? This message proves to me the apparitions. Because if you're one of the, on the commission, one of the six or seven that's there, you would expect, Maria, if she was making this up, to be much more theological or much more complex or the world's about to end or something more catastrophic or something to get their attention. <laughs> and our lady pulls a fast one. She gets something so simple, they can't choke on it. Dear children, also today, I'm calling you to prayer. Well, that's nice. If I was on the commission, I would say, okay. I can't object to that. And may your heart, little children, open toward God, open towards God as a flower opens toward the warmth of the sun. Sweet. Can't argue with that, can you? You can't you can't have something critical to say about that. I am with you and I intercede for you. Or I intercede for all you, all of you. Thank you for having responded to my call. But what I really can do with this. It's something profound because it's spring in Medjugorje. They could be walking the trail. They could have something happen. I see pop up and grace come into their heart. And then our lady speak to them and think, whoa. And I'm not saying this to get it to approve Medjugorje. Our lady has no interest in that right now because she's had 30 years of apparitions. She simply could have done something to the bishop or grace. You don't think with 30,000 apparitions or whatever the number is, that a lady could give the local bishop one of those apparitions? Is she hoarding the apparitions from him unless she wants to keep it where it is now, free? A lady needs to be free to give the message out on the 25th. She don't need to have to go through a review board and that this bureaucracy builds up in the church and then when the secrets are being released, they got to say, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is going to cause panic. This is good. If this is wrong, you're going to be some, there may be some collateral damage here that we're not going to take. They'd stop it. Medjugorje cannot be approved. It could be opened up more for people to come, but it's not in God's plan. I tell you, factly, it is not in God's plan for this to have been proved before today because it hasn't happened. It's so simple for God to make it be approved. Don't you understand? It's in no man's land. We are free. Canon law is on our side. The church is behind it because it gives you the right to promote it. And so it is. We have this and people get excited. And that's why we'll know juicy details. We talk to Maria. But you won't hear from us. Other sites may find out things and do it. But we don't do that because that's not what we're about. In fact, I was even reluctant to say anything about the commission being there. 
Because I know when Maria went there, we know things that happen. But that's not what we're called to do. It's not important. That's the church's job. Our job is to get the message out and get the bad in you to turn good or the bad in others to turn good or those who bad on the street to get there to Alabama so that they can leave here saying, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And so we have our situation that exists that we're going so fast there's things that we can't keep up with. Our life is so busy that we don't have the simplicity to see the beauty in a message that just says, slow down. I want you to see as the flower opens towards the warmth of the sun, you to be that way towards God. And I want to take you back, take you back to simple ways of life doesn't cause you concern or doesn't it challenge your spiritual curiosity that Our Lady speaks only in terms like this of the simple life? When she wants to relate to us, her words are so important that she'd be able to connect to us that she wants to say things that, oh, I can, I can be on a level with you. She wants you to hear her. I'm reading a, a small book right now and it talks about this grandpa talking to his grand grandchildren who are grown and they're making money and they're in the jobs and all this stuff. And he says, and so then I told Isaac, my grandson, he's carrying on the conversation with him. And so it's live, like it's live. And they say, you know, so they picked up their uh, electronic Bibles and they found this verse. And then they got the iPod. The whole thing's riddled with this stuff, thinking this is how he needs to talk to send a message. For, to be able to relate with this, his grandchildren who are in the 20s. You know, it's garbage. The fact that he doesn't do that to connect with us, and yet our message are for the salvation of the world, and here's how she talks to connect with you. May your heart, little children, open towards God as a flower open towards the warmth of the sun. That's the, that's the gist of the message. That's all that's there. Her avoidance of using the modern technologies, don't you think that says something? That she's trying to lead us away from? But the whole world, the whole world operates that way. Yes, it does. But isn't that why she's coming? To build a new world? You built a whole new world, Our Lady says, without God, as if you're your own creator. So whatever happened sitting on the front porch, praying with your family, whatever happened in simpler times, what ever happened when you saw people like this, smiling at each other in little towns, little villages? That's your future, if you want a future with Jesus. I was driving through a back roads town. It was a shortcut, but it slowed me down. Cause church had let out and the streets were packed. The smiling faces and small town chat. As I sat there,
daddy playing guitar Everybody's listening to grandma sing If you knew what waited for you in the life, the good life our lady has for you, you would not even hesitate to give up what she's asking of you. You don't lose, you win. Prayed from within cloistered convents to inside the Pentagon. From dangerous military fields around the globe to the quietness of the bedroom and field where Our Lady appeared to the Medjugorje Visionary Maria here in Caritas. The Patriotic Rosary, a powerful prayer for divine protection and mercy for our nation and its rebirth. Gather your family and friends and pray the Patriotic Rosary together, consecrating our nation back to God. Once you've heard this rosary, you'll long to pray it often, praying that our nation remains one nation under God. Order the Patriotic Rosary on medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com, and click on Medjmart, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. And uh, also, too, just to keep in mind that the uh, Patriotic Rosary is available as a free download. Uh, So not only can you order that on Medjugorje.com, but it's also a free download. Uh, If you go to the website on the left-hand menu uh, on the download section under the booklets, you can see the Patriotic Rosary there. And this time, it's particularly with, with everything that's going on in our nation uh, it's very important to be praying that uh, rosary or be praying that rosary in your church with your prayer group and your family. So again, you can download that for free from Medjugorje.com on the download section. And also very important today begins the 54-day rosary novena in preparation for Our Lady's return to Caritas here. And uh, you could find that on the website if you go to Medjugorje.com. You could click on the Apparitions of Mary, the uh, yellow banner, Apparitions of Mary, and scroll down just a little bit down the page, and you'll see uh, the download for the 54-day Rosary Novena. 
You'll also see the intentions for that novena as well, and uh, also a nine-day fast that will be beginning next week. Uh, and all of this is in preparation for Our Lady's return uh, here to Caritas. So again, uh, very important to begin that rosary uh, novena again today. Again, if you go to the yellow banner, Apparitions of Mary, and scroll down a little bit down the page, and you'll see the 54-day rosary novena download. It's also available under the booklets section of the download section of the website. So again, 54-day rosary novena beginning today, and a nine-day fast as well next week. I know we're covering a lot of different topics during this program, but um, I wanted to just share uh, a story that came to mind when I was looking at the message before we went on the air tonight. Um, It's a story that um, happened to a friend of Medjugorje, and um, I'm sure he'll have a few comments to make after I I say it. But um, as many of you know, and some of you who don't know, uh, before Lady called a friend of Medjugorje to this mission, he was an excavator, construction worker, landscaper, and built his own business and um, uh, just built the business at the, as he worked uh, hard. And when he had a family and started having children, um, he would have his boys sitting on his lap when they're in diapers on this equipment that he'd be using in, in his work. And um, they'd just be there right along with him, um, working and and learning right from the get-go how to manage this equipment themselves. They all became very proficient by by learning this way. And uh, and then along came um, his sixth child, and uh, which was a little girl. After having five boys, a few miscarriages along the way too, um, God gave he and his wife Annette a little girl, and. Um, I remember uh, him working on this uh, big, big piece of equipment called a track hoe. And it's just an awesome machine. It's, it has so much power, and you have to just stand back and watch it work. It's just, uh, just a very graceful machine, which I would never think I would use that term before with a machine until you see it work. But um, as he's done with all of his children, um, little Bridget wanted her turn on Daddy's lap as he's working this big track hoe. And the scene is just a very big open field. Um, this machine has so much power, it can just demolish buildings and a, a single strike and uh, all of this devastation, you know, to, I don't know what the project was that we were working on, um, but um, all I remember is seeing just huge mounds of dirt everywhere. There's there's nothing green. There was just dirt everywhere. Um, and he's uh, also tells about when his boys sit on his lap in this big piece of machine or any equipment, they they have this awareness that they're supposed to sit there and not touch anything and just really concentrate on what their dad's doing. And that he's never really had to teach his boys that. They've just had this sense when they're sitting there with him. But here comes little Bridget, and she couldn't have been more than three years old. She may not have even been that old. Uh, curly-haired little girl sitting on her dad's lap and wanting to touch everything. Um, you know, completely different than all of the boys. And he's having a, a time just trying to get her to just to settle down so he can continue to do his work. And finally she did. And in the middle of all of this activity going on um, and her trying to just keep her hands off where she's not supposed to have them, she yells at him to stop, stop. And she is very urgent with this. And so he, he says, what, what? Because she, she had to get her dad's attention to stop this machine. And so he stops finally, and he's like, Bridget, what? And she said, you're going to hurt that flower. And he said, he's thinking, flower? You know, all you're seeing is this big, huge pounds of, or piles of dirt. 
And he says, what flower? And she says, stop. And so finally he stops everything. He turns off the machine. He has to get her off the, the piece of equipment. And she runs across this, this field. And out of nowhere, there's this tiny little flower in the midst of all of this dirt that she goes and plucks up and saves and then runs back to this big tractor and, and he gets pulled back in and she's as happy as can be. And uh, a friend of Medjugorje is just totally amazed. None of his five boys would have ever seen this little tiny flower or could care less about it. And yet this little two-year-old little girl sees this flower and wants to save it. Uh, there's so much in this story that is so sweet. But also I see this as a, a parallel of even what Our Lady's saying in the message today, that in a sense she is, um, Our Lady is that, that little Bridget who can look down into the world today in all the destruction, nothing good to see. And in the midst of that destruction, she sees a flower she, that she calls us, that she's trying to save. And, um, and for her, that is, those flowers are so precious to her. Um, there's a lot of other illustrations I think that people can pull from this, but... Um, I just, that kind of illustrates to me the message, and I'm sure you probably can remember that scene yourself if you have anything you want to add Well, to she, that. she had been actually grabbing the controls to stop me, and I never saw it. And it, I was amazed at that because this is the finesse of womanhood. Women are far superior to men in, in, in this kind of finesse and the ability to love, the, the, the ability to give empathy. And the crisis we have is in womanhood today because the, the traits and these virtues that women have, even if you're three years old, is incredible. Because as a man, I didn't see that. As a father, I didn't see that. And two or three swipes swinging this machine around, she, she kept trying to distract me to stop, to stop it. And then when I saw this little bit of flower out there, and she gets this flower, I was amazed at that because I wasn't big. This thing wasn't even, the flower petal wasn't big, all three Puddles went big as your fingernail. So how does she see that except this is what I was trying to get us to do the same thing. As a flower opens the heart towards the warmth, or a flower opens towards the warmth of the sun. You know, we do the same thing toward God. Look for the good, not the bad. And so sometimes it's hard for us to be that and see those things. And so we got a culture that speaks to an agrarian way. And the beauty of things out there, we're missing the point. We were out in one of the back pastures uh, yesterday, I think it was, and we got the driveway running, coming down to the, the, the shipping ramp toward, uh, toward the print shop. And uh, me and my other son, Tony, and Zach, one of the community members, we were standing there talking out in one of the pastures. Not, we can't see that driveway because the trees and everything is so lush and and it blocks it. It's a sound barrier to keep the trucks when they pull in and unload paper, pallets of paper, et cetera. But all of a sudden, we start hearing this noise, and I mean, it is loud, and it's something, something's crashing on the, on the driveway. I mean, it's hitting the driveway and just really, really violent. And we're thinking, good grief, what's going on? And we then hear something crank up. This goes on like five seconds. It must whatever was rolling was going fifty feet or so down the drive. And my brother has this old tractor. The thing's probably forty years old. It's an old farm all. And 
everybody's got the image of seeing him driving. He got hit by a car years ago, so his whole right arm is really like dead. It just hangs there. So he drives this one arm, this tractor that's just patched together. And all farm models, if you know about farm model tractors, they're, they're all red, but that's his throne. And the thing has a, a tiller, you know, a newer model, model, a new modern type tiller that tills, tills the ground up. He's got that on the back of it. But the only way to start this tractor, I've just been sitting there, which the lift holding that tiller up goes down and hits on the ground. This old tiller five foot wide, all these tines laying on the concrete. The only way he can crank this thing is to roll it down the hill. So that tiller was hitting the concrete all the way down. And we just start dying laughing. Then it cranks up and of course a puff of smoke comes up and the thing starts running. And, you know, we see, if you think of Ricky, you think about this farm because it goes up and down the highway. And we've got a lot of tractors, but he always comes down and tills up people's gardens down here just because that's what he wants to do. But this 55 farm or 8N forward, whatever it is, it's like a farm um, It's fertile ground. It, it, it plows the fertile ground. But these things have the joy in the life that you don't see in an everyday thing. And this is something we'll remember because it was hilarious to jump this thing off, he's got to keep that tiller on that concrete and just tearing it up at the same time to get the thing to crank up. And then once it cranks, it lifts that up. And so you got fertile ground God wants to work on. Back to the simple life. And it brings a lot of joys with it. A puff of smoke in my young nose The gears would grind Then we'd go throttle wide open Laying out the garden rows and He was a king in a co-op crown On an old red tractor Looking down we were holding the wheel Watching the plows break ground Good seed, good soil, and a good name A whole lot of love and just enough rain Kids grow tall and time brings change But spring still starts the same As a 55 farm all super seed still tills the ground and the big old tree with the tire swing is still around We plant and we pray for summer rain to pour down On this fertile ground On this fertile ground Treads don't match, but the tires still roll every year when he mounts His rusty red throne, I remember as a child How he let me push in the choke Then the engine would fire with a clap from the stack He'd ease off the clutch We'd look back as the topsoil swallowed up all of last year's grass 
Good seed, good soil, and a good name A whole lot of love and just enough rain Kids grow tall and time brings change But spring still starts the same As a 55 farm all super sea still tills the ground And the big oak tree with the tire sway still around We plant and we pray for summer rain to pour down On this fertile ground On this fertile ground Yeah, we plant So we have the simple message that says so much. Simple, very cleverly giving by Our Lady today. They can't choke anyone. But they can make even a commission believe. Padre Pio once was in the church and a bishop came in to see who had never met Padre Pio, but he wanted to peek in on him. And when he came in the church, he saw Padre Pio sitting kind of halfway kneeling down in the pew, distracted, looking around, not in any deep prayer. And to me, it parallels this message. This message is so simple. It's not what you expect when the commission is going to be there, something, something really heavy. And this bishop Seeing Padre Pio, this holy man is supposed to be so profound, so deep prayer, distracted, he told himself, I believe. Made him believe it. And so our lady's pretty incredible. And yet, you just heard a whole show about the deepness and the profoundness of this one little message. We could go on. We could go on talking about and play more songs about it, speaking about it. And this message is to stay with you in these next days. We have Mother's Day coming up. And we have a lot to think about. Not just our earthly mothers, but our lady herself. I just thank God I'm in this time she lives. Are you giving a minute to her? Are you checking her out? Are you going to forget this message? Are you going to walk away? Our Lady really has something to show us. And Maria once told me that Maria, Our Lady told her about her life. And through that, it was to help her life. As a mother, Maria is now four children and a wife. Some of the things she does is exactly what Our Lady did when she walked the earth. So what kind of mother do you want to be? What kind of grandma do you want to be? 
What kind of grandmother do you want? What kind of mother do you want? What would you like to see in her? The virtues of Our Lady? Well, if we listen to Maria, if we listen to the messages, we can learn to be what she is. That we might live a legacy, a legacy of love. We need to go back on the ground, put our feet on the ground. We're so far from the soil. We're so much on the asphalt, the city, modernism, that we don't know how to deal with Mary and Joseph and Jesus in that boring little house. What went on in there? What went on in there is all of heaven. How come we're not content to learn that way, that simple wife, or rather simple life? Have a wife and a mother, a husband, sons, and daughter. We've lost and we're poor, very poor. We know to get that back, we have to put our feet back on the ground again. I dropped by to check on Mama for a minute I could hear her humming a tune through the screen door in the kitchen She was putting the final touches on a homemade pecan pie And just like always I was right on time Little game of guess who And I got a hug And how's my baby I said you know me mama I've been hitting it hard And running like crazy But I don't want to bore you With that same old nothing's new I'd rather just pull up this chair And get caught upon you My feet back on the ground That minute turned into an hour Before I knew it And I got my fill on pie And how everybody's doing I used to look for every reason in the world To hit that door And she said, you want another cup of coffee? And I said, yeah, I'll take one more. Ain't it funny how it all comes back around? I remember when I couldn't wait to get out of her hair and ditch this town. I was restless, time to move on. Now it's any reason to go back home, that's what it's all about.
Hallelujah, Alabama. As the song says, can't wait to visit my Aunt Betty. You can put it in your heart. Can't wait to visit my Mother Mary. A whole lot of love and just enough rain. Come to Alabama in July. Tell your friends. Ask them to come. Invite them, pray for them to come to the fertile ground, the field of apparitions, the bed of apparitions. Come and be in her presence. And you'll agree. And you can say to each other and to her, we love you. We wish you, Our Lady. Good night.